Welcome to Four Speed Ahead. I'm Craig Fuller here with Aman Shahi, head of freight product at Keep Trucking. Aman, calling us from San Francisco, California. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks a lot for having me, Craig. So you guys have, Keep Trucking's been around for a number of years. Obviously, a, a freight tech unicorn was one of the first unicorns in the space. Recently wrote out a smart load board. What is a smart load board? Yeah, great question. So as you know, Craig, we've been on the radar for quite some time, started out as a compliance solution, expanded into a lot of different fleet management aspects from safety to IFTA reporting and really everything you can imagine a fleet needs to do to, to manage their day-to-day. But there was a gap. You know, we, we were helping fleets operate efficiently, but we weren't really helping fleets grow their top line and, and therefore their bottom line. The Smart Load Board is our, our first attempt to really do so. And so we're bringing freight from some of the, the industry-leading brokers, Uber Freight, Convoy, Echo, and many others, into the Keep Truck and Fleet dashboard on the web, as well as the driver application on the mobile side. So how does this work? A freight broker has freight, and they're used to or have historically tendered freight over posted freight on a traditional load board, truck stop or DAT or, or other load board products. But what you're talking about is smart. What, what, is, what, what is different about this experience for the fleets compared to what they would get with a uh, more traditional player in the load board business? Yeah, absolutely. There, there are three key areas in which we think this is differentiated. So the first is the smart aspect. So we have ELD-based freight matching, which for obvious reasons is going to be much superior to, to what we might be able to do elsewhere. And the reason is the data that we're able to access, model, and use to understand the needs and preferences of our carriers is really unparalleled. And so we're able to look at what lane preferences look like, understand what patterns look like for stoppages across the U.S., understand what kinds of um, loads are really going to be the most relevant to these carriers, and then serve those up in a place where they're already operating their day-to-day. -day. So that's one aspect. The other aspect is really how intuitive this is. Um, we, we know that there's a huge gap in this marketplace, this ecosystem right now for the information that is available in these posts. And, and it's very tough. You know, if you're, if you're trying to decide whether or not to book a load as a carrier and you don't have basic information like the rate, weight, commodity on these loads, you have no way to evaluate what you actually want to take that load for and if you're going to be able to you know, get there in time uh, often if there's no pickup or drop-off appointment windows. And so what we've required of all of our broker partners is all of that information is filled in. So every post that we receive is complete on the information. And what that then unlocks is the ability to, A, discover the right load as a carrier better than anywhere else. You're able to actually filter and search and, and, and do that on all of the right elements. And then the second part, it's really a precursor to having a true book now and bidding ecosystem, right? If you have this data, if you have that on every load, then you can use the built-in modern functionality of book now and bidding that we have in our marketplace to actually transact. But you can't have one without the other. You can't have a true book now if you're not requiring all that information. And you can't really require all the information unless there's an incentive uh, you know, on the broker side to, to have a seamless transaction through book now. And then the last piece I would mention is our, our 
true focus, continued focus on privacy, the data privacy of our carrier customers. And so we don't share any information uh, about carriers with brokers unless there's a clear intention to do so. And, and by that, I mean a carrier has um, submitted a bid, a carrier has clicked on book now and is, is, is trying to actually uh, book that load. Of course, at that stage, we're going to share the carrier's information with the broker, but otherwise, you know, data privacy is paramount to, to the way that we treat the product. So, Mon, if a broker is posting the rate on your platform, does the driver, is the broker the one setting the rate that they're offering the carrier, or does the carrier have the opportunity to bid against that? The, the broker will set the rate, and that will be the book now rate, essentially. But uh, most of the loads that we have book now on, which is uh, on every load, as long as you're in, in the network for that broker also has a bid option. So if, if there's another rate you'd rather carry it for, you can at least start that negotiation. So all the carriers have the ability to control the rate uh, that ultimately gets submitted over to the freight broker that's connected to your network. Yeah, you have two options. You can book now at the rate that's posted or or you can bid and, and start a negotiation on it. Now, if, if drivers have the access or fleets have the access to get the Convoy app or the Uber app or the Echo app, they could get freight directly from those freight brokers. Why would they want to keep trucking smart load board? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. And this is really rooted in what we heard from our customers. So you know, we've been on the, the freight journey for some time. We've done a lot of research. We've, we've tried a few different angles. And I think what we heard from our customers more than anything else is, hey, the last decade plus of innovation has been great for the freight industry. We're seeing efficiencies, we're seeing technology really begin to make an impact on what the day-to-day -day lives look like of both carriers, brokers, shippers, pretty much everybody in the ecosystem. The challenge is carriers end up having some severe app overload, right? You have a situation where you might work with 5, 10, 15 brokers, and now you have to suddenly go and check all of these different apps, all of these different websites in order to transact on that freight. And it's really tough because you can't really shop in a single place for all of those. So I like to compare this to Kayak, right? Kayak as a travel booking platform is where many people, including myself, go in order to find the flight that they want to book. But to actually check out, sometimes you go to another uh, uh, website or other platform, or to manage next steps, right? In order to get there, Kayak would never have been able to exist if you didn't have a JetBlue.com, a United.com, these other platforms where much of the process is digitized. And so we see you know, the, the ecosystem evolving on this side and, and our place in the ecosystem very similar in that we don't have a problem with any broker developing technology that makes sense for them. I think it's great for the ecosystem. We want to be the open marketplace, the open platform that helps you amplify the reach of those platforms, that helps you find folks who might not want to always you know, check in with your website or app on a daily basis and still get your loads in front of them in a single place where they already spend their day-to-day -day for compliance and fleet management reasons. Now you've got access to ELD data, so the broker can have visibility of that truck. And it's interesting because there's visibility systems that are out there, but you're being the ELD provider, you actually have a little bit more rich or a lot richer data than a visibility player. Is that correct or am I 
how do you work with the data that's actually in your system that a broker may be interested in? Yeah, it's a great question. I, I think you're, you're spot on. The, the data that we have access to is extremely rich, and a visibility provider wouldn't get data that's as rich from us for that data privacy reason, right? So we're going to keep um, our customers' data fiercely protected within the Keep Truck and ecosystem, unless there's an absolutely clear reason to share that out, outside. A good reason would be, you know, we have a, a visibility API so that if a if a truck, if a carrier is looking to share their tracking information to make it easier to eliminate check calls, we of course will facilitate that in the in the interest of our customers. But we're able to take the data that we have within Keep Truck and run, you know, uh, data science algorithms and, and train models on that data to then really uh, drive much more relevant recommendations to our carrier base. And this is really interesting to, to brokers because we can't share that information with brokers because of the importance of data privacy on our end, but we can help them leverage that to their own benefit. So if you're posting a load to the smart load board, chances are we're going to be able to get that in front of your network um, quite quite efficiently because of the eyeballs that we have within our ecosystem. A good example here is you know the, the typical broker, you've got a preferred set of folks who are going to check your app every day, right? This is maybe your top five, 10% of carriers they're going to look at your app. They're going to book your loads. They might cover 30 to 50% of your loads, just that segment because of how active they are. But then you've got this long tail of carriers who have probably had a single transaction with you, maybe two or three, but then you're just paying to monitor them. You've already done you know, the paperwork with them, but you don't see much sustained return on that investment in that relationship. And we can really, really step in and help you there because if we know that that's an in-network carrier for you, we can actually, you know, we're going to put our thumb on the scale of our recommendations to actually uprank your loads to that carrier. Why? We want our carriers to have a seamless experience as well. So if they're already onboarded with you and they're going to be able to book now, it's in the interest of both parties that we make that match more efficiently. So that's a great example of how we can use our data to help a broker indirectly reach those carriers through our technology and our you know, matching. Now, Mon, is the smart load board in terms of load opportunities available only for Keep Trucking ELD clients? It's available to anybody with a Keep Trucking account. So ELD, as well as our free app users, which we have a significant number of. Got it, so anyone that's in the Keep Trucking ecosystem can access freight that's a part of your network. And how do you guys make money in this? It's a great question. Yeah. And, and I should mention on that front, this is free for our carriers. So all of our uh, free app users, all of our ELD subscribers, this is sort of part of that. And I think that our, our approach is quite simply, the telematic space is increasingly competitive. There's a lot of great innovation happening across the board. We, of course, have a, a strong position in this market, but it's crucial for us to continue to deliver additional value to our carrier customers. So for us, this is really just a way of adding more value to the existing relationships that we have across our, our paying ELD subscribers, having an opportunity for our free users to say, hey, look at the power of the Keep Trucking platform. You should think about you know, becoming a fleet uh, management customer as well. And then, of course, you know, um, providing an additional value, especially for upmarket customers. If you're a larger carrier and you have a brokerage arm, up until now, 
we didn't have that much to offer you outside of the fleet management piece, right? So, so we're, we were, of course, providing an excellent solution for your fleet management, your carrier, asset-based carrier side. But if you have a brokerage arm and you're using that to secure excess capacity for loads that you're receiving from shipper customers that you don't have the capacity to cover, we now have a way to actually help you also post your loads to tap into the, the connected network of trucks we have. So we're able to differentiate even further, you know, moving up market there. So I'm on any updated uh, numbers. You, you guys have a couple hundred thousand trucks at last count. I think 330,000 was the number that, if I recall, in terms of in the network. Any updates in terms of those metrics? Yeah, so we have um, a million plus drivers who've registered with Keep Trucking, 350,000 plus vehicles that are using our ELDs, and then 70,000 plus uh, carriers, the vast majority of whom are for hire. So if I think about what's happening in the space, this is really taking an ELD device to become an entire onboard operating system for the carrier. Is that, is that the future of Keep Trucking? I think so. I think we are getting closer and closer to being a one-stop shop for really everything a fleet needs to do. And that is exactly where I think we're headed and, and are getting very close to achieving. So, Aman, we think about the history of the smart load board. It's, it's come in a couple of generations, a couple of iterations. At one point, you guys owned and acquired a truck brokerage business uh, as really to help build this. Is it the intention to stay, and you shut that down earlier this year, is your intention to stay away from truck brokerage? Is that something that uh, folks that are part of the network can expect of Keep Trucking? Yes. I think what we realized in that experience is given how large our network is, we are not going to be able to service their needs without having an open marketplace. And so our carrier base is massive, and we want to make sure that there's a vibrant, large freight marketplace that they can use to grow their business. And in order to do so, we need selection. And so by eliminating any perceived or real conflict of interest with other brokers, we've been able to attract major industry names, as I mentioned earlier, Uber Freight, Convoy, Echo Logistics, and, and many others that are uh, either already in there or, or, or coming down the pike. Um, as well as, you know, uh, like I've mentioned, being able to service the brokerage arms of large asset-based carriers. We have Keller Freight Solutions, Bennett, Page Transportation. These are existing Keep Truck and ELD fleets who have now partnered with us to post their loads to our freight marketplace. And so I think we've, we, you know, it was an extraordinarily difficult decision uh, to shut down that business earlier this year, but it was, it was, that decision was made explicitly so that we could double down on the open marketplace put more investment in this. And this launch is really uh, that you know strategy coming to fruition, and, or I should say, kicking off. Yeah, it makes sense to, I, I think the conflict of interest is something that in this industry is always a concern. It's certainly, I think, a lot of the freight brokers out there that uh, would like to participate in the network would you know, want that reassurance that they're, uh, there's a com not a competitive issue down the road that they're going to be contending with. I do want to dive a little bit more into the model. You talked about not charging, not making money on the load board business. Is this just a way to retain and acquire uh, new fleets as part of the keep trucking ecosystem? Yes, that, that's the way we see it today. It's, it's a way of growing the core business and differentiating that further. And how is, uh, I know that uh, earlier this year, 
uh, everybody, this is 2020, everybody was experiencing uh, a lot of challenges in the market. How have the last couple of months been for Keep Trucking? They've been uh, a, a seesaw, as you can imagine. So the last few months have been great, but yes, the year has been um, quite quite crazy. Uh, I don't think that's shocking to anybody, but we've we've seen exceptional growth. I think, as you can see, with the the overall freight marketplace, new carriers are flooding into the market. Carriers are expanding to keep up with the the need for capacity, and we've seen that reflecting in our business. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's been, a, it's, it, we, we sort of, you know, our, our business correlates with what's happening in freight as a whole. Yeah, particularly the small the SMB side of the world, you guys are the dominant, something like 70% market share in SMB over the road for higher trucking. Uh, and there's a lot of services uh, that those fleets are dependent upon, but it's also a very cyclical part of the industry. And, and unfortunately, uh, those are the ones that are exposed to a lot of these cycles. The great news for keep trucking as well as fleets that operate on the platform is that the end of 2020 looks like it's going to be a banner year and one for the record books. And so um, I, I'm curious, rolling out a smart load board in this market uh, has both opportunities and challenges. I would imagine the brokers are all excited to get set up because they're looking for high quality capacity. You're exactly right. It's one of those things I try not to think too much about because anytime you launch a product like this, it's going to be one side or the other, as you as you alluded to. Um, I'm excited for the opportunity to help brokers and 3PLs at this time tap into capacity when they desperately need it. Um, the more we can make these matches efficiently, uh, the better it is for both sides of the equation. And I should say, you know, we, we've seen uh, empty miles actually go up in, in the network based on our data, uh, despite the rates going up. And typically, you'd expect if rates are going up, if carriers have more selection, that the number of empty miles would, would go down. You'd see utilization go up. But what I think has happened is the supply chain has fundamentally changed this year, right? You have had a rebound in trucking the need for transportation, but the reality is that the, the needs are different. So, so the, the, where this trucking is required, you know, which industries and sectors it's actually informing has shifted. And so for that reason, we actually think there's a huge opportunity to help carriers see where freight is, find the right freight, and reduce empty miles despite the fact that, you know, capacity is tight. Just because rates are high doesn't mean we can't help carriers, uh, you know, be more efficient with their business. Every, every dollar counts. Yeah, I think, I think, though, in this market is that fleets are chasing a higher rate. I mean, we have these markets where you have massive spot rates and, and spot rate opportunity, and so they're going to go to the markets that's, uh, they're going to shift and potentially get ahead to loads that pay much higher. And so I think that's also a fundamental uh, change in how the market's moving. Length, we've seen in our own data that length of haul is also increasing, which is suggesting just what you said, is that there's A, light inventory, and B, just a shift in how supply chains are being managed uh, and how, they're, uh, how the transportation infrastructure is spawning to it. So it's going to be an interesting thing to watch. Certainly anything that brings more efficiency to the market and ultimately drives more revenue per truck per week uh, is what every fleet is is really looking for. So hopefully this gives them an opportunity. Um, any data, Amon, so far since you guys have launched this in terms of loads that you guys have matched or are on the system today? 
We're, we're early days. Uh, you know, we're, we're doing a gradual rollout right now, so we're not at, a, at 100% just yet. Um, but we do have thousands of loads already flowing through the marketplace. So did not start out you know, uh, with a cold start. We, we have interesting and compelling opportunities, and we, we see our customers already engaging with this product pretty actively in both the web and the mobile. Awesome. Well, how can fleets find out more or get signed up? Yeah, I just uh, go to keeptrucking.com. There's plenty of information there. We've got a full-on feature page, so you can uh, you know take a look at, at what the product looks like, and and of course sign up for a demo. And we can we can we're really happy to to show you more. Aman, thank you for coming on here to full speed ahead. Really appreciate your time today.